just a yes or no, do you think charter schools who receive federal funding should be allowed to use those funds to purchase private jets? Well, Congressman, yes I'm, no I'm not, no, it, it's not a yes or no question. It's well, not yeah, it yes actually it is. No actually, it really is. It's the definition um, actually, of a yes or no question. Actually, I have a few things to say about the things that okay, you but, said about but, but charter schools. Can you schools. answer my question, please, Secretary? Uh, Do you I think have a few things funds, to say about what you said okay, about charter reclaiming schools. Reclaiming my time, Madam Secretary. Uh, the, the reclaiming report, my time. No, it's I'm a sorry. yes or no question the, I'm giving you. The report that you referenced has been totally debunked as propaganda. I gave you the courtesy of making sure I could even say your name correct. Do you think federal funding should go to a school that uses it to buy a private jet? That's a yes or no question. It's a very hypothetical question oh that God. is a obviously no, it's an a no, question. no answer. It's an actual there question. is no Boy, funding fact. going to charter schools. Fresh off that bank. Boss dawn season. Domain pain. Shout to my nigga Young Los in the beach, you know? I mean, two in the afternoon, man. Sunny day. Strolling through the Soho Really seen a nice pair of shades I like No, them shits was like 2500 I bought them, fuck it That's what I do, gang, green Boston shit Domain pain for you niggas, I'm about to get it in Let's go, let's get it, get at your man So, I got the 40 low Covered up like I'm 40 below. Seven in with like 40 to go. Or maybe more. Pay me four. I'm the waviest of all. Got a black one, white one. Even keep a slim bitch. They all stick together. And they got a good friendship. Classic so expensive. Andrew Mark, Cole Hawn. And if I'm smoking that haze, it's 40s of that auto bond. No, I got that auto mall. Luke, you ain't shit without match. The music need a booster. booster. Fit for leaving screaming like a booster. Sweep the nigga body off the stoop like Super. Nigga, I'm the future. Nigga, I'll be used to the finest shit. I don't do the urban. I only do designer shit. I only do the Gucci, Louis, Fendi. Prada. That's actually a throwback joint from Max B titled Bad Whiskey. Um, Max B is on his way out of prison. Uh, he was supposed to be serving, I believe, 75 years in prison, and it got reduced drastically to like a 12 year bid so he'll be out pretty soon and um he released coke wave four with french montana last year around the summertime pretty dope tape and now he has released a 26 track mixtape called wave pack and it's just a lot of just old throwback joints that you remember or that you still bump or some that you might have forgotten about um and basically he's he's just given this out uh prior to his release so i i can't wait until the album drops he has an album coming this year can't wait to hear what that sounds like i feel like despite max b being out or coming out when he came out you know heavily around the dipset era he still fits perfectly in this new wave um i feel the same way about stack bundles when stack bundles was coming up uh rest in peace to stack and uh it's it's just dope man i've been screaming free max b since i was in high school <laughs> oh my god that's so crazy i've been screaming free max b since high school and um he'll be out soon can't wait can't wait to see what the new shit sounds like and and i must say this wave pack cover it's probably one of the flyest covers I've seen so far in 2020. It's an old picture 
of Max B with him, you know, doing the whole wavy pose. And then there's like a big ass water wave in the background. It's an old school picture. You can go back and look at old pictures through Google searches and you'll see like bad pixelated versions of it. But looks like they went ahead and just updated the shit. Looks better than ever. Uh, so what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis. Back once again with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 209. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So Megan Thee Stallion went on his rant recently talking about how she's not allowed to release music or, or whatnot. Um, I didn't see the rant. I just saw a bunch of reports. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. So here's an article from hotnewhiphop.com. It says, Carl Crawford breaks silence on Megan the Stallion lawsuit. Um, so let me see. It was actually this deal, uh, not this deal, this lawsuit that she's filing is against 1501 Entertainment. I guess is the label that she was with um, under Carl Crawford, but whatever. Here's the article the ceo of 1501 entertainment the label that signed megan the stallion has finally broken his silence after the sugar rapper filed a lawsuit against the label by the way yes she has a new project coming out called sugar um change the title change that uh we already have an artist out right now with that album title name he goes by the name of kyle dion he's an r&b artist very talented and I'm pretty sure his album is much better than yours. Um, anyway, Carl Crawford spoke to Billboard about the allegations made by Megan Thee Stallion, which he claims are all a lie. Let me see. Continues on. Carl Crawford says she just has so many holes in her story and is almost on some delusional type stuff. The bubble of Hollywood and her 8 million followers have recently oh, have really clouded her head. Because the stuff that she's saying is not true. It's a whole lie. He explained that everybody in... Oh, what the hell? Everybody in the industry is aware of Jay-Z and Rock Nation's tactics. Hey, come in. Define oh, the smallest things. Who, who typed this article? To find the smallest things wrong with the problem. Because there weren't any problems before she left. And then she says that I didn't want to negotiate. It sounds familiar. I'll get into that in a minute. Crawford went on to explain that it was actually T. Ferris, one of Megan's close people and her mother who drafted the con uh, the contract. Even when it came down to the deal with Jay-Z and Rock Nation, he said that he was out of the blue. Their real plan was to get you out of my contract so they can sign you to Rock Nation. That's all they want to do. We gave this girl a 60-40 split. Now, go ask the artist about that. She got parts of her masters the first time. You think Jay-Z would would have gave her her part of her masters on her first deal with Rock Nation? Fuck no. Then she's getting $100,000 a show, and she don't want to pay up. That's what the issue was about. She signed with Rock Nation in August and decided she didn't want to pay me anymore, he said. That sounds very familiar. Uh, Future and Rocco. Ring any bells? Does that ring up old memories? 
same situation it seems um but yeah i i don't know i was like they're not letting who the hell is not letting megan the stallion release music see i'm not gonna just automatically jump on an artist's side what i think you know what he's referring to about a, a close member of hers t ferris or whatever and her mom with this whole contract shit i feel like um she left it in their hands i guess she thought they were going to take care of it and um and so on and so forth i feel as if megan the stallion just blindly took the contract for what it was and just like fuck it and then you know time came she blew up fuck these guys i don't need to pay them i'm signed under rock nation we're too big to you know we're too big to be touched at this point now basically you artists just need to stop making um, stupid deals, honestly. Be more like NBA Youngboy, somebody who has made music out of the comfort of his own home and can do whatever the hell he wants. Y'all need to be a lot more like these artists. Um, look, I, fam, I, I don't even know what to say about this. I think the deal with new artists or some new artists I think it should be up to them to read over the contract and ask for renegotiations for like, I believe, annually or maybe every two years. That's what investors do. Like if you invest in the long run, your money's going to grow. Obviously, the product, the entertainer grows on the flip side. If the artist doesn't blow up, the investor's risk doesn't pay off. I mean, you, you can't be mad when you blow up. And you still owe the former entertainment company that you were signed to money. I'm just saying, like, it's, I don't know. But, you know, there's going to be those followers of Megan the Stallion that are, they'll throw out the whole, oh, broke niggas asking for rich niggas money, like digging into their pockets and shit once, you know, an artist blows up and they, you know, happen to separate themselves from the former label that they were signed under. Um, I mean, that's your fault for not reading the fine print and then having one of your close people and your mama sign the contract for you. Fuck all of that. I need to look at it myself as well. All three of us need to be looking at that shit. Nah, no, I ain't playing that. Um, <laughs> um, I don't believe that she is not allowed to release music. I think that's bullshit. I think that's just a publicity stunt or, you know, just to get people on her side to feel sorry for her, whatever. Anyway, let's get into some music real quick. Um, hmm, what do I want to play? What do I want to play? Um, LES has a couple new projects out, which is, you know, the dude is consistent. Gran Turismo 2 came out not too long ago. Um, at the top of 2020. This is the top of 2020. What the fuck am I talking about? But <laughs> earlier in, you know, January and it's, it's pretty good. Uh, he has a new EP out called Lo-Fi. Go check that out. But one of my favorite joints off of Gran Turismo 2 is called Back at Whataburger. Check it out. Check. Smoking one up in the morning, uh Hustle while niggas be on it, uh Lately a nigga been zoning They couldn't stop him, so now they won't clone him, uh Fucking around with the chick Came through the crib, put on a performance, yeah Taking it slow, I enjoyed it, yeah Just a little something to toy with, yeah Mind on the paper and making the play And just keeping my head in the game, uh Do it for likes, you ain't doing it right See, I'm putting the bread over fame, 
yeah. Shit wasn't working, now niggas just swerving and trying to come up in my lane, yeah. Pippin', we just ain't the same, yeah. Put some respect on the name, yeah. Want me a leg with the top off? Mustard and mayo and hot sauce. Frontin' by something you not boss. You just be capping, do not floss. I be that nigga you heard by. Know them bitches be talking through word of mouth. Duckin' off in that Z and this murder died. This shit ain't about the music, it's about the cloud. I've been making the moves on the low, though. Hell the ride, oh, I'm coming through slow mo. With my bitch, oh, I'm coming through solo. Fuck around with these niggas, a no go. I ain't trippin', my nigga just fall back. Fuck the candy, I need it in all black. Since the Keenan and Kel, I've been all that. Check the permanent record, it's all fast, yeah. Coming down food boo, taking it slow to that screw you. Keep it connected like Bluetooth. Don't give a fuck about what you do. Staking the shrimp is a name brand. Written and built with the same hands. Getting so high that I can't land. Seen the player. Once again, that's back at Whataburger by LES off of his brand new project, Gran Turismo 2. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So uh real quick, before I get into uh the next, you know, before I continue on with the show. Uh, there's a new song by Kyle, Super Duper Kyle, featuring K Camp and Rich the Kid called Yes. And I love it, man. This shit is dope. Uh been a fan of Kyle for some years. I don't I'm scared to play it because Kyle's situation with the label, like he's Kyle's out there now. Like he's known now. So it's like whatever. Um, but all I can do is lead y'all to a dope song. This is, if, if you're familiar with Kyle, um, you, you know what you're going to get. Just a fun, happy bop. <laughs> That's all I can really describe it as. It's like, uh, not really the same feeling as I spy with Lil Yachty, but it, it's up there. Um, Cause I really like I Spy with Kyle and Little Yachty and um oh Broccoli with Drum and Lil Yachty. I fucking love Broccoli till this day. I don't know what it is about that song. I love that song. Maybe it's because I'm biased and I really like Drum because he's from my parts in Virginia. Well, he I, I believe he's from Hampton, but Hampton ain't that damn far. It's about an hour from my my stomping grounds, but. I kind of have a a bias towards drum, so maybe that's it. But at the same time, Broccoli just gets me hyped, puts me in a good mood every time. Uh, But this new song by Kyle with Rich the Kid in K-Camp is really dope. Check it out. It's called Yes. Um, It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. Check it out, man. It's great. Uh, So, Killer Mike and LP are teasing Run the Jewels 4. Uh, this is another article from hotnewhiphop.com. I cannot wait. I'm curious to what the album cover looks like, though. But anyway, uh, this Valentine's Day, Killer Mike and LP made an announcement that shocked the world. Run the Jewels 4 has been completed in a subsequent interview. L <clears throat> dished a few more details about the album's direction, indicating that the fourth installment will lock in at a reasonable 11 tracks, billing the project as the hardest of the batch. L revealed that he and Mike channeled EPMD's triumphant four album run. Oh, yes. 
Oh, shit. Anyway, during the creation process, now with a more detailed announcement, feeling inevitable, Killer Mike and L Producto have taken a moment to chop it up on Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell's Broken Record podcast. I got to listen to that episode. Uh, while the conversation is rather casual, more discussion among friends than an album centric info dump, it provides an interesting insight into the creative process of two elite MCs. You have to become okay with the musical output from your past, explains L, likening the process with therapy. It's a part of you, reconciling with who you were so you can understand who you are now, being cool with it. A real obsession guy like myself can listen to one of my records and hear a thousand things I wish I had done. Mike agrees, mentioning that he argued with Scarface for an hour about the same topic. <laughs> I can't believe he was unsatisfied with his music, Marvel's Mike. That's probably why he has a 32-year career in no whack albums. That's right. <laughs> Be sure to check out the full conversation below. Especially if you're a fan of the RTJ movement, seeing as Mike and L have already blessed us with three hard-hitting albums and have yet to fumble the bag, it's fair to deem them both masters of the craft. Look no further than the latest episode of Broken Record for proof of that very fact. I cannot freaking wait. For Man, look, Run the Jewels came out of nowhere and... I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought it was just maybe a one-time thing. And the second Run the Jewels dropped, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is great. Then uh, Run the Jewels 3 drops unexpectedly, I believe, a couple days before Christmas or some shit like that. So, I know it was in December, and it was around the holiday season. It was like right at the tail end of December, and it dropped, I believe, right before Christmas in Niggas went crazy, especially, you know, some of my boys, I know we was acting stupid because we were like, bro, this shit was supposed to drop <laughs> next year. And I was like, they dropped this shit early. So um, I can't wait to see what they do with Run the Jewels 4. And I'm curious to how this cover is going to look because, you know, the the whole the gun, um, the the gun gesture with the hand. And then you have on the other side, the fists combating against the gun. And on each hand is like, you know, some some gold chains. And on the first cover, it just like scaly beat up looking hands. Then on the second album, the hands, each hand was bandaged. And then Run the Jewels 3, the bandages come off and they're both golden hands. I wonder what the fourth cover is going to look like. I don't I don't know. Um that's interesting though what killer mike said about scarface not really being satisfied with his music like that but i you know i don't know couldn't be surprising because i heard a rumor about kendrick lamar not really being satisfied with his shit so that's why he takes all the time in the world with his stuff um he's just he's you know he's an overachiever i guess you know that's how i was with recording music i just i thought Almost all the shit I did was whack. Um, I had to have people sometimes talk me into just like, bro, let it go. Just let it be what it is. And still then I was never satisfied. And I was like, fuck it. I don't like this shit at all. And <laughs> I would say, man, I quit. And I would stop rapping for a while. Then I'd pick it back up and just continue. And then the same thing would, would happen all over again. 
And I, I don't know, man. I guess it just happens. You know, you could be your own worst critic, I guess. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know when this album's coming out, but I hope they drop it out of nowhere like they did with part three. So there's another article on hotnewhiphop.com actually involving Broken Record Podcast once again, this time with Tyler, the creator, saying that Eminem picked some of the worst beats ever, which I thought was very interesting. <laughs> uh, I'll get into that in a second. Uh, oh, my opinion, what I think has you know gone down recently with Eminem and all. Uh, let me get into this article. Tyler, the creator, has earned the right to state his opinion. A critical darling and a constant musical innovator, the strength Tyler's ear cannot be denied. And yet he has occasionally ruffled feathers with the blunt nature of his criticism. Jeez, we've seen it before when Tyler leveled some criticisms towards Eminem's recent music. And now he's back with another negative observation. This one being shared on Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell's Broken Record podcast. Eminem picks some of the worst beats ever, continues Tyler, admitting he only listens to Eminem for his lyrical ability. Even Ludacris sometimes picks shitty beats. Oh yeah, Ludacris picked some garbage beats. Jesus Christ. But their energy and their cool witty lines is what makes the energy cool. It's somewhat awkward given that Rick Rubin may very well have steered M's hand in the beat department. Having worked extensively on both Marshall Mathers LP2 and Revival, even the gentleman Rubin, oh, ever the gentleman, Rubin fails to mention that little tidbit, essentially smiling and nodding in response to Tyler's criticism. To be fair, Eminem has occasionally fielded criticism for this very quality, and Tyler is hardly the first to take him to task. Yet the fact remains that Tyler has been taking liberties with M for a minute now, prompting M to clap back on Fall, which is a song off of, I guess, what, what album is that called? Music to be murdered by or some shit like that? I don't know. Clearly, he has yet to be phased by the threat of M's retaliation and seems content in staying critical towards Slim's music. Might we hear a doubling down on M if and when that project, that new project of his comes around? Sounds like a interesting hot take to bring up, I guess. Um, my criticism, right? Not the album. Um, I barely listen to the album at all. Like I listened to a couple songs. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. This Godzilla challenge shit that Eminem's doing is like some cringy dad shit and not saying that it's not cool for parents to get on TikTok. I think it's actually cool to see parents and their kids together on TikTok. It's just, yeah, it's corny. But at the same time, I, I think it's really cool to see Eminem jump on TikTok and start a whole challenge called the Godzilla challenge rapping really fast. It's just like, fam nigga bro we know you can fucking spit no one is denying that not even me and i'm not a fan you can spit him guess what stop trying to fucking prove it just stop and I, i'm i'm not gonna rant i'm not gonna keep on ranting about eminem because there's just certain things that really trigger me but it's just bro well you know what let me i'll be nice about it at least it's not this bullshit going around called there's another challenge called the skull breaking challenge. I want people to Google that. That's some dangerous shit. Uh, there's also another challenge going around. I mentioned this before on the podcast where uh, young kids are putting 
bleach packets over their their eye or whatever to change the eye color some shit like that there's a couple more challenges going around that are freaking insane but at least eminem is shifting more into a positive light you know just doing something you know music wise with it it's just i don't know it's just another side of me is like m stop it just stop <laughs> anyway uh, real quick i'm gonna get into another joint on here uh oh stolly stolly is no longer a part of mmg he hasn't been with them for about a few years now um he has gone off and started his own independent thing uh he's been representing blue collar gang or bcg you might have heard it in some of his solo projects and whatever he has now released a compilation project called bcg algorithm volume one uh it's pretty damn good it's really good and i like it a lot because so I was like, damn, where's where's Stolly at? But I forgot Stolly did release a, a brand new album called The Head Trip. Go check that out. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. But this compilation album, uh, not so bad. One of my favorite joints off of this project is called Tokyo Proverb. Check it out. They told me good ones ain't supposed to die. And girls don't cry, they don't cry. Guess that all was a lie. Get high, trying to face my pride. I need a moment to myself, a bit of privacy. Seems everyone who hurt try to confide in me. Shit, I hurt too. They just don't be trying to see. Turn blind to the flame that be burning in me. It's hot and all this pressure be boiling my blood. All this hate around really be spoiling my love. Who do I trust? This thought constantly screwing me up. Confusing, I'm stuck. I need motion. Trying not to be emotional and stay focused. Away from vultures. It's like I was my happy. When at my brokest Nah, that's not fair to say Cause even on those sunny days It was fairly great The state that sticks up Just hammer down The minute you don't stand up You stand down It's always criticism When you stand out But if life ever knocks you down Hold ground It's what you make Out of life's lessons You got your sight And you're not breathless Just stay firm on your word And live through this Tokyo proverb Dance like a monk in diamonds Guess you can say in many ways I'm shining Change the climate by changing who I am Redefining who they thought that I'd be Lost and forgotten, oh boy, they tried me They expectations short, they must be 5'3 Ain't no shortcuts, my roads keep winding No whining, this timing's just to find me And you know God's timing is perfect All that time shaping and molding is so worth it Sometimes I feel a heart less in my soul purpose I ain't perfect but I perfectly inserted this grit, so anything I get, I earned it. Firm grip. I ain't letting go of a goal. I Once again, that's Tokyo Proverbs by Stolly, you know off of the Blue Collar Gang compilation album BCG Algorithm Volume One. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So before I get up out of here, I went to go see Invisible Man over the weekend, and. Uh, the title stuck out to me because of, you know, the old school movie monster shit. What you know, the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, the you know the Mummy, and all of that. And apparently, the Invisible Man was scheduled to be a movie, a part of the Dark Universe, 
this is around the time when they were promoting the the mummy remake with tom cruise i don't really like the mummy with tom cruise but i like the villain like the the female that was like the mummy that she was dope dope as hell and apparently this dark universe was supposed to set up tom cruise as the new mummy or whatever um then dr jekyll mr hyde um johnny depp was supposed to play the invisible man but we know what happened as of recent with the whole amber heard situation and all of that whatever and i believe there was another character that was supposed to be a part of this universe oh bride of frankenstein that's right uh so scrap all of that dark universe falls apart and the guy that was behind there's there's some movie out there called truth or dare i believe truth or dare is on netflix and from what i heard it is not very good but i've seen reviews on youtube about it and it does look bad so i was like okay but this guy this director and writer goes on to do this movie the invisible man with elizabeth moss had elizabeth moss not been in this movie I would have not wasted my time at all. If it was somebody else, I wouldn't have wasted my time. I would have looked past it, whatever. But due to the fact that it's based on a 1930s novel and movie and it has Elizabeth Moss in it, I was like, okay, cool. I'll go see it because she's dope. Uh, So this movie centers around a couple and the wife is being abused like horribly apparently that's how they give it up but you never see any of that eventually she sneaks out to get away from her husband right years down the line uh, she finds out that he has committed suicide and apparently you you do see the husband you do get to see him and apparently they're trying to make him out to be very intimidating and scary it's kind of cold and callous and creepy but not anything like terrifying like oh my god i'm afraid but <laughs> apparently he commits suicide and she's awarded all of his fortune, all his money, millions upon millions and millions of dollars. And she's like, all right, cool. So for the time being, she's staying with a friend of hers, this black man and his daughter. <laughs> and slowly she gets driven into madness. I'm not going to reveal how he came back into her life, but there's certain film uh, scenes in this movie where the camera is like a complete wide shot and she's off into the corner and being that is titled the invisible man when you're looking at certain parts the camera is like zooming in on is like someone's supposed to be there even though sometimes he might not be or the husband might be so it is kind of weird like there's a scene where she's sitting down her legs across and she just looks like she ain't slept in days and she's staring at this couch and it's supposed to be implied that her invisible husband is there. So the husband is extremely smart. He's come up with this way um, to make a suit that makes him invisible. So in short, the movie's decent. It's okay, but it's not like what I expected it to be. I really thought this is going to be like the original invisible man, but whatever. They managed to take uh, the title of the 1930s Invisible Man, right? 
in you know the the 1930s version he's wearing a suit in this film so they took that concept mashed it up with um what's that movie in the 90s uh sleeping with the enemy with julia roberts or some shit like yeah sleeping with the enemy and they took what's that movie hollow man with kevin bacon and what's that j-lo movie with the abusive husband oh enough yeah okay so they take all of that and just mash it up all together in one fucking grilled cheese sandwich and that's the 2020 version of the invisible man uh could have been a hell of a lot better but as far as some of those wide angle shots with the camera were fucking dope because there were times where her husband was not there there were times where he was there and it made you seem a little paranoid for her and scared it it was okay it could have been a lot better but the fact that they added in this whole domestic violence shit and this uh rise woman rise you know this woman power girl power shit is just like bro you could have easily taken the 1930s version of the invisible man and updated it and made it just made it for 2020 not some domestic violence bullshit i don't know that's just me if you're retrying the monsters universe or the dark universe go with that just because it flopped with the mummy with tom cruise doesn't mean you can't try again hell marvel you know how many times marvel fucked up until they got it <laughs> until they got it right with iron man they fucked up multiple times it took John Favreau and his team to say, all right, we're going to do it like this. And this is how we're going to start it. And look at Marvel. Come on, man. I don't know. It's like they, they started this whole thing with the dark universe. People laughed at it. People shitted on it. And they just like, all right, that's scrapped. You could have tried it again with the dark universe. Like people think that Marvel just magically came up with this whole idea in 2008, 2009, whatever with iron man and they've been successful ever since i want y'all to go back <laughs> to the 70s and the 80s iron man captain america the fantastic four when that came out in what 92 go back and look at all of that it is fucking horrible and i, I remember at one point wesley snipes had got the rights to black panther he was trying to do a black panther film that fell through that didn't work out at all and then they signed him to be yeah they signed him on to be blade but they didn't want to market it as a marvel film because they didn't think people would take a comic book film serious like that especially something like that and then you would have been okay you would have been fine yeah johnny depp is not the invisible man but you could have gone a different direction and continue with the dr jekyll mr hyde and the frankenstein shit because i'm like i want to see a new frankenstein done correct because there's versions of Frankenstein out there that are super duper fucking trash. <laughs> I Frankenstein. Horrible. Don't watch it. But uh, come on, man. Like, bro, Marvel got it right. And that's not to say, hey, if you want to start a, a universe, copy Marvel. I'm not saying copy Marvel, but um, keep working at it till you get it right. And that's all they did. That's all. DC. You you getting there dc's getting there not i'm not gonna front dc's working their way up there's they're they're trying um there's rumor that 
Superman might be in Shazam 2. I hope that is facts uh, because I love the first Shazam and I'm hoping that there is a second Shazam. And if you're going to have Superman, I want to see Henry Cavill back as Superman. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, uh, the Invisible Man was it was pretty cool. But, you know, like I said, it's all they did was take the old version, slap it up with sleeping with the enemy, Hollow Man and J-Lo's enough. And th that's all you get. But it's it's OK. Uh, anyway, with that being said. That wraps up this episode for me. There's so many John Cena. You can't see me jokes that I could come up with. You can't see. Ooh, working title. Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> let me stop. Uh, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 209 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to Random Tandem, 12 Kyle Podcast, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, Brunch with Besties, The John Effect Podcast, Tackless Know-It-All, Two Awkward Millennials. We came from bad news. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Shogun and Cole Jackson of Government Name Podcast. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Last but not least, I can't forget about Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith. Those are BYNK Radio blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKRadio.net, go to the lifestyle section, and scroll down to Social Introvert. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. You can also follow the Instagram podcast page, which is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this show. And send your thoughts. Send voice memos. Could be about anything. Need any advice. Doesn't matter. Send those emails to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys peace tell me what you say now tell me what you say come again if you cannot stay down then you do not have to pretend like there is no way out i should have never let you in because you got me faced out and don't take this personal
Radio. 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 Radio.